0: The same feeling. As Anne felt a tremor of abandonment, gazing over the rainy square, she pictured him explaining to her, when the good lord made this world from the infinite number of possibilities open to him and selected, from another limitless pool, the kind of misery that his creatures should be subject to, he selected only one model. The moment of bereavement, death, desertion, betrayal, all the same thing the child sent from its parents, the widow, the lover abandoned. They all feel the same emotion which, in its most extreme form, finds expression in a cry. Practice had given an almost religious eloquence to Louvet's blasphemous conclusion. One cannot, my dear Anne, escape the conviction that the good Lord was, if not unimaginative, then at least rather simple. Anne, who was not a philosopher, saw a dripping form, male by the look of it, and wrapped in a cape, approach her from the darkness. His voice was rough and grudging. Are you the waitress for the Hotel du Léon d'Or? His face now appeared in what light spilled over from the yellow lamp in the ticket hall. He was a youth of about nineteen, with thick black eyebrows and dark curls stuck against his forehead under a leather cap. He had an extinguished cigarette between his teeth and his cheeks were traumatised by spots. "'Yes, that's right. Who are you?' Oh, "'I work there. My name's Roland. I've got the van. The boss said to come and pick you up. It's over there.' He led the way, shambling in a mixture of embarrassment, and an attempt to keep dry by wrapping his cape around him, which caused his knees to come too close together. Anne followed, struggling to keep up under the handicap of the heavy suitcases. Roland took her round the back of the station yard, and gestured to a small van. He unlashed the canvas from the open back and gestured to her to throw in her suitcases. With considerable swearing and violence towards the tinny machine, he succeeded in making it creep, then jerk, then rush across the darkened square as he fought to locate the gears. Nervous at what might be waiting for her, Anne began to talk. What do you do at the hotel? Stuff no one else wants to do, boots, washing up. Waiter on Sundays. Do you come from here? Yes. we have never been away. Don't really want to. I went to Paris once. Did you like it? No. Why not? Don't know. I've come from Paris. Roland made no reply, but pulled back the window on his side of the van and pushed at the little windscreen wiper. The rubber had almost worn away on the fragile stick, and his small motor functioned properly, only in dry weather. Roland peered forward in an attempt to see through the misty swathe that the wiper cut intermittently across the glass. Anne couldn't think what to say to him. It seemed rude not to make conversation, but she didn't want to distract him. Do you often drive this van? No. Well, yes, it's not that I'm not used to it, of course. I drive it just as much as anyone else, but petrol, you know. Is the boss very mean, then? No, it's madame. He couldn't care less. Madame, his wife? No. Madame Bouin, the manageress, the cow. She thinks we should only go to the market once a week and load up. You know, the big market down the road. The rest of the time we have to get the stuff from here. She sends us on foot. If you only go to the big market once a week, doesn't the food get stale? Roland's nose... Emitted a snort of what might have been laughter. <laughs> makes no difference to Bruno. It all tastes like pig shit, what he does with it. <laughs> they negotiated the perimeter of another square, with the town hall, a curious building beneath the black slate roof in the grand 18th century manner, in one corner. They drove on in silence down a street called the Rue des Écoles, swung sharply left, and found themselves face to face with the Hotel du Lion d'Or. I hadn't realised it was so near, I could have walked, said Anne. Easily, Roland agreed, getting out of the van. It was the old man, apparently. The patron, said I should come. He was playing cards. I'm sorry, I... But Roland had gone, shuffling down a small alley by the hotel and vanishing into the night. Perhaps the other card players had waited for him, their hands concealed face down on some kitchen table. Perhaps they had cut the pack to see who should have the chore of picking up the wretched girl. Anne breathed in deeply. The hotel was secluded from the square.